Hey everybody, it's Andrew, and I'm going to tell you about this cool promotion we're taking a part in. It's called Tripod. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, Andrew, we got tripods already, baby. We use them on our cameras all the time. All right, smarty pants. I'm not talking about TRI pods. I'm talking about TRY pods, as in tri podcasts. Now, all this month, we're asking you to tell a friend about a podcast you think they'll love. So, right now, think of someone you care about your mom, your friend, anybody, as long as you care about them. You know what? You don't even have to care about them. You just have to hope that they like podcasts or maybe that they don't know about podcasts. The point is you tell them about a podcast you think they'll love. You help them find it. You give them a listen. Help them give it a listen. (laughs) I guess this may be better. Uh, You can tell them in person or you can use social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you like. Use the hashtag tripod. That's T-R-Y pod to spread the word. Now, some of the studios that are taking part in this are amazing. You've got CBS Radio, you got Earwolf, you've got ESPN, you've got Farrell, you've got 538, you've got NPR, you've got Midroll, you've got the New York Times, you've got Pineapple Street Media, whatever that is, you've got Public Radio, you've got WNYC, you've got them all, baby. The Ringer, that's Bill Simmons, if that means anything to you. <laughs> All these people are taking a part in it. So please share your favorite podcast on social media or with a friend. And thanks for sharing and enjoy today's episode. That was a Jane's Addiction song starting. We might have to restart that one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Robert. And I'm Max. And uh, uh, we will be your father figure, much like Logan to X23. Hold your hand through this movie review. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be your preacher, teacher, any... uh, I don't know the rest of the words. Deep sea creature. Deep sea... (laughs) Preacher, teacher, deep sea creature. That was a weird George Michael... I almost said George Harrison. uh, George Michael lyric. What do you think? Well, the deep sea creature for George Harrison is the octopus, is what you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) And they had to, of course, go in the yellow submarine to reach the deep sea octopus. It's all poetry. It all makes sense now. Um, Hey, guys. How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm feeling a little lost right now. <laughs> well, there's a okay. So travel. Imagine yourself transporting back to the picture 19, yourself on ni- a boat on a river. Yeah, the on a boat on a river trees. in the 1960s. Four British boys, boys, roll up on a boat next to yours. All right, they're the Beatles. Say, Mr. Me. Sullivan, give us a spot, and then you say, "Congratulations." Yes, because they're on the phone with the man himself edward sullivan they were on their cell phones i think that was the iphone 4 was out in 1960 it's a lot of beatles up top yeah so we're talking about we're talking about about george all right i'm sorry i don't know where we're at ringo johnny all right i'm caught up now okay you don't need to know the last member of the beatles uh wait what's his name pete best pete best yeah Yeah, so pete rolls up and he says we've got a, a song for you how about something about a yellow submarine (laughs) not where i thought the list what hey so uh guys speaking of yellow submarines we're here to talk about (laughs) logan (laughs) hey so uh uh, there's gotta be i'll by the end i'll connect it somehow there's going to be a yellow well we'll see one of the beatles references we'll figure it out we'll we'll see 
Oh, the yellow submarine is Max's microphone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got the yellow microphone. He's got the yellow microphone. Great visual cover. joke for the, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, oh, just, we all have power. Well, actually, no, it looks like he's just talking into a submarine sandwich right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys picking well, this up? A lot of mustard. So I guess that's the yellow submarine. Ooh, that's a good idea. We should open a sub shop. I can't believe we're back to this now. <laughs> Open a sub <laughs> shop. Call, okay. Call a sandwich the yellow submarine, and it's just a hoagie covered, slathered in mustard's yellow the only mustard. Ingredient. <laughs> mustard's the only ingredient. A hardened patty of mutter. Of mutter? Mutter. I, of a, of mustard a and butter. Mutters. <laughs> special <laughs> invention of my own. Anyway, we'll talk about it after the... That'll be uh, some uh, extra content at the end we'll tag okay, on. Yeah. My, like, my, like my mini pre- thing. That's the premium content. Yeah. Subscribe. Um, Wolverine. The Wolverine is a character in Logan. Is he though? Mm. <laughs> I guess he hasn't been the Wolverine in quite quite a while. What's the year in this movie again? Twenty twenty nine. Twenty twenty nine. The year is twenty twenty nine. I thought it was That's appropriately. A- if I could just say one one thing. You're okay. This and is your one I'm, point, and then I'm done for the podcast, and then you have to leave. I liked that it was realistically the future like the limo was really ugly that he drove and it didn't but it didn't look super yeah it was only unrealistic and i was like i don't think anyone would want to it's really ugly looking but there was like a few kind of big hologrammy ads there was holograms there was holograms and then like the like delivery trucks that were like oh, driving down automated. the road were like automated oh, that's right and then the big like farming unit but i that's almost like a realistic way that sure. things would go i i did it was kind of funny because like they like you said it takes place in 2029 and there are certain things like they like they still have essentially the same televisions although i guess they were staying in a hotel so it, it makes sense because i'm oh, sure there's a lot of t- there's hotels that still have like the like fuse box or tube tube tvs so maybe that is appropriately they'll eventually catch up at hotels they'll eventually have flat screen tvs yeah if you go if you go now if you go now they only have like 3d tvs like oh that's over (laughs) guys yeah we got 4k now hotels i I didn't really honestly i didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to the uh the timeline and what what technology they had because even in the normal uh timeline like it was supposed to take place in present day, uh, but then they also have like Cerebro or Cerebra. What's Cerebro? Cerebra. Yeah, Cerebra. <laughs> and uh, oh boy, like the huge room that's uh, the you danger know, te- room technology. Yeah, yeah well, they just I, had like crazy technology at sure. that point. I, I just meant that like for something that's jumping a little bit ahead in the future. All the all the other movies have kind of taken place in current day, and other than the comic book kind of technology like uh what was the one in there's a gun in i think age of apocalypse they just like shoot in the air and all mutants just fall on the ground like it's very weird they didn't hurt them or anything they just like fall down and it's like oh okay this is just weird technology that they're right. throwing mm-hmm. out but i i just meant that like the the aesthetic of the world it seemed a broken down and kind of like a realistic kind of grimy future it, it was kind mm-hmm. of it was like it, it's one of those things where when you show like a future scene and they're still listening to current pop music it's mm-hmm. it's always kind of or, or like music from the 80s it's just like but you said so, this is 2020 29 29? yeah that's not that long from now i know it's, that's still, what I meant. it's still 12 years in the future and you're telling me that like not one song has been recorded in the next like 12 years that they I'm, would. Not, no, i'm calling I'm, it no they're listening to stuff <laughs> music ends today they're yeah. listening to stuff from 10 years ago can you imagine that happening today oh <laughs> like, you know what no. that's a solid point i you know what i retract that is a solid point um so yes we we go to do, do we want to recap the movie or do we just want to talk about the movie 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we could do it. Let's just let's just talk about it. A little okay. bit of both. It's a kind of it's not we a can do a little bit of complicated both. Yeah. story. I yeah I I guess like I would I'd be hesitant to like go by point by point because I genuinely think people should see this movie. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah I, like it. yeah. I guess right off the bat, uh, right off the Wolverine, I should say. <laughs> Uh, this is not a Batman movie. Um, <sighs> Why isn't he called Wolverine Man? That's a great question. Maybe they were Missed hoping. Maybe they knew, like right now in the comics, the uh, little spoiler for the comics, X twenty three is the current Wolverine. Maybe they knew they were going to eventually replace him oh. with a woman. And so he should have been called like Regenero or something <laughs> like that. Regenero. <laughs> Right, right. I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, I think that would have sold. Could you have? Could you have imagined on the marquee is Regenero? (laughs) Regenero. I mean, you you make fun of it. It seems so crazy, but then you think about Magneto. Other other mutant names. Yeah, yeah. Magneto. (laughs) Look, I'd see that movie. He moves. He's got the power of magnetism. He's a neat dude. (laughs) Magneto. Um, how'd that pitch meeting go? I wonder. Just it's, like that, it'll be happening at some point. In our okay, lifetime. so, uh, re- so, what did you guys think of Regenero, the return of Logan? In general, I I really liked it, and I, I mean, I guess to kind of very generally jump ahead, this is, if I'm not mistaken, this must be the last time that uh, Hugh Jackman plays Wolverine, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. this will be the last huge, huge jacked man. Although appearance. I think he said he would reconsider for Deadpool. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I could. I would be fine with that as a cameo, since that kind of uh, relies on on kind of a reverence right. and, and him kind of popping up like that. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, how long is it actually? Uh, when did the first X Men come out? Like, hasn't it been like set? Has it been like since two thousand? Is it ninety nine or two thousand? Was the first X Men well, like, movie? He's been playing mm-hmm. this character for like almost twenty years. Yeah, like that's insane. And he still looks good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. There's there's something that happens later in the movie that kind of shows the two sides of the coin like yeah. i don't it's obviously great makeup to make him look grizzled and he's not a super young man but then yeah you you kind of get both sides of Hugh Jackman in this and it's really uh awesome to see him playing the character in different ways I yeah know, i was like, hoping to get all sides of Hugh Jackman if you know what i'm talking about in this we, movie are we trying to avoid spoilers no i just no. didn't want i didn't want to jump into it right away oh, we can okay. we can talk about it yeah. i just i'm trying to be delicate like you said if if people want to run out and see it yeah like, max what did you think of the movie uh yeah i liked it i thought it was good i thought it um it slowed down or hit the brakes or uh kind of maybe when they were driving (laughs) there was a part where he really hit the brakes that's what i'm talking about yeah but it was there was a stop sign he was supposed to that's a good point yeah no just near the end i I don't want to say it fell apart because that like implies too much i don't think that it like i I think it got a little bit cheesier near the end Hmm. that's about it okay when they like like most movies when you start introducing young kids it gets a little cheap. i was gonna say like yeah that's uh, more actually more often now than that feel like in the past there's been like great shows like stranger things and a few projects where like some great kid actors have come out of it mm-hmm. and i've been like wow this has well, been yeah, a yeah, positive yeah. for the for this production but mm-hmm. I, I understand generally that can be a bit of a yeah there were some badass kids though yeah <laughs> I yeah yeah they weren't they weren't bad and I'm, like I said I, I really don't want to push that or anything that's just like the only thing sure. I really you have hate to say. kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I definitely recommend go see it it's a good one it's definitely the best Wolverine movie it's the best movie that Wolverine's been in I think it's the best uh, Whoa. of the bunch X Men Origins <laughs> I, did I didn't wanna... I didn't mention video games like if a video oh. games then that 
X Men Origins. Well, no, I'm talking X Men Origins Wolverine. The one where he's hey, got I think the, we the, I think we all got an adamantium bullet to the head at the end of that movie ooh. and kind of forgot it happened. Well, I wanted to I wanted to mention something because I think the only time I'd seen X Men Origins Wolverine, and I think also the the whole point with that was that they were supposed that was supposed to be the first of many. Or, X-Men Origins, Origins movies. movies. Yeah, there's supposed to be like oh. a Magneto. There was supposed yeah. to be, yeah. Oh, that's right. And then and they stopped right there. Yep. And correct Dead me if I'm wrong, tracks. but I believe... That uh, was the first appearance of Deadpool. You're right. The, oh, oh, God. Oh, the actual Deadpool. We don't consider that yeah. Deadpool. Cra- insane, too, that the same actor then goes to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, know that the version, the only version I think of that movie I've ever seen... Uh, was the like effectsless one? It that was, was when we lived together, and there was an effectsless <laughs> version or a missing effects, yeah. and not that it. And I stand by the fact that it, the effects would not have helped. No, what was I, I think it helped that they weren't in there. Yeah, because I saw I didn't I didn't see this version with you guys, oh, but okay, I, I right. did see the finished version, mm. and it's just terrible. I might, I wonder if like there was anything content wise that's actually missing, but I don't know how we I came across. So. It's a mystery, but uh, I think uh, the only thing it just yeah. showed up on our doorstep one day. Yeah. And said, hey, oh, I yeah. I'm disavowing myself of all I redact <laughs> this part of the yeah. podcast. But the point is, I that was it's insane to me that across the board through all these different movies and kind of like attempts at stabs at other offshoots and franchises that Hugh Jackman has still consistently played this character and is often, if not always the best part of, I'd say there's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with his performance in X-Men origins Wolverine. I, I've mm-hmm. only seen the movie once and we'll never thought it was it Oscar worthy, but yeah. I thought he should have gotten an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, I I I think like he's really good. Like he's fine in it. He's you know, a great he's actor. Always I mean, played yeah. Wolverine really well. It's great that yeah, he's a great actor, and he's just like, oh, I'm playing Wolverine, and it, I think someone would just get burnt out maybe at some point or be like, ah, oh, this is dumb yeah. thing. But he's given it his all, and look what he got to work with. What look what he got to do in this one. I think right. it was a great. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think far and away probably though his best performance as Wolverine too. I definitely mm-hmm. think so. I I said like when when uh First Class came out and they just have like that quick scene where uh Xavier and Magneto are like recruiting mutants and they see Wolverine in a bar and they're like, "Hi, I'm and he just says like, "Go fuck yourselves." And then they okay, when they walk away, I was like, "Wow, that's the most Wolverine he's been able to be in a movie <laughs> so far." True. And then I guys, this is going to be a hot take. Uh-oh. I'm I think ready. This is the best superhero movie to have come out yet. Hot take. Uh, I disagree. Is, hey, that's a hot take. It, the Gentleman Overlord's promises. Hot so like takes superhero cool like, dudes. Including like <laughs> superhero like a comic book property because like Guardians is a superhero movie even Correct. though they don't have a superpower. Correct. Okay, okay. Um, I consider it the best comic book movie. Like the 90s Captain America. You don't like that <laughs> <Yeah>. one? <laughs> it barely edges that one out. Um, um, I, Howard I, the Duck? Howard the Duck. <laughs> it beats Howard the Duck. Um, I think my only argument is this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very super power light. It's, not, it's, very, it's, like, it's almost like the most human... That these I think that's superpowered characters could be, and maybe that's your argument yeah, I too. Think is that's that why I like it so much. Is that like it's so feels, humanizing? It feels grounded in a way that like no superhero movie. I mean, other than the Nolan Batman movies, which I don't particularly like that much. Um, some of them I like better than others, but uh, to have like a a kind of a human 
superhero story being told. And, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that in, in this movie, um, Wolverine, Logan, Regenero, uh, his, <laughs> his re- regenerative, re- regenerative powers. Oh, I got, uh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, his powers are starting to fade a little bit. So well, they don't it, definitely don't work as well as they used to. So it's not like he can, I mean, I guess he could, run into like a, a gun battle and just start slashing away and not not fear but reprieve. he'd be painfully pushing bullets out of his chest for the next hour and a half and right like slowly mm-hmm. recovering yeah so i i think having a, a story where it's not necessarily him jumping off the top of a building and then landing on some dude with his claws it was more like out. captain america odds a little bit where you knew that like if he falls from too high or you know gets hit by a bazooka there's or danger yes there's there is more danger to a character that had has formally survived every encounter in every film he's been in. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I liked that element of it. Um, Max, you tell me why I'm wrong now. Oh, I, uh, just because I, I really like civil war and I like Deadpool and I probably like guardians of the galaxy better than it. Sure. Uh, I, uh, it told a good story and it humanized characters, but I don't think it's the only one that's humanized characters. I think. No, I don't think. I, yeah, what's that I, yeah. Will Smith one where he's like a homeless guy, but he can Hancock. get Hancock. Power. That's got to be the up there for the realist. But that's not a comic book property, isn't it? Is Hancock a comic book? I thought that was just like a made up. Guy also, I know. Also, I know you're. I know you're <laughs> fucking around because you hated Hancock. I actually, kind of I don't it. think I saw Hancock. I think I heard like the twist of the the right. power in the movie, and I. Uh, I'm gonna look up Hancock. Oh, good, perfect. I, I accidentally watched the twist first. I just <laughs> like I, huh. I started. Well, while he's uh, looking that yeah. up, what Google you... said, "Did you mean Hancock?" Yes, <laughs> and he did. Did you mean your own hand? Did you mean your own page? It was just Hancock, filling in what huh. you had already typed in um, previously. What did you think of the of uh, I, what was her name in the movie? Laura. Yeah, Laura, the the little girl. X twenty three. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was all right. That's I don't I don't know how much to say. She didn't like for most of the movie she didn't speak. Sure. And uh but there's a, there's body language and Yeah, there's whoa. a bit and she did some okay body language, I guess. I've I don't know. <laughs> no, you're making it sound. It uh, just it didn't stand out like, "Oh, this is incredible. She's going on to do some great things." Like, uh I think <laughs> she could. She easily could, but I didn't see it from this movie that uh yeah, she's going to She's got she's got it. No, I just like, like I, I guess I just mean I liked the her yeah, the fact that she was very stoic in the beginning and didn't doesn't talk a lot overall. But and, like And pe- people are kind of like floating that idea like, oh, what if it, this is where Wolverine goes after Hugh Jackman is gone? Just oh, like as they take, get her to continue the, yeah, to they be, have her do this hmm. thing. And then I'm thinking like the world that they have is pretty much just her. She has right. to carry Leak. the entire thing because I, everyone else is gone except for a guy with the metal arm. But wait, is he gone too? I don't even remember. Oh but, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the kids kind of. Oh, that's oh, right. Boy, take, yeah. Take, okay. Yeah, and then there are those those. They give them the, the BTO special. The, They're taking care of business. The Jurassic Park, Jurassic World scene, but this guy kind of deserved it more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. The um, caretaker for the children who gets massively murdered by dinosaurs. Oh, they juggle juggle her. It's like a mar- like a Marvel game, like a fighting game. They juggle her switching out air? and juggling her through the air. Um. Anyway, well, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I guess I wasn't, yeah, not like, uh, that is interesting though. I didn't hear, I guess that's the natural uh, want of a studio to be like, oh, this was so popular. Let's have her continue it on. But it's like, yeah. this feels like such a good 
mm-hmm. bottled, just yeah. singular thing. If this is the bookend of the story, I'm told I would be totally fine never seeing yeah yeah X twenty three in a movie yeah. again. And, and, yeah, I kind of knew it was going that way too. But like, I was thinking about this before I even saw the movie. Like, it they they're introducing X twenty three, but they're like painting it into a corner. You kind of know they're separating it from the timeline. They're separating from all this stuff like there's no real way for her to now integrate back into any of the X-Men movies without some like weird time travel stuff going. It's all on. De- I mean all the films in the franchise have been divorced from their own continuity for even in the last couple. Age of Apocalypse lacks any uh tension because at the end of we've all seen Days of Future Past, correct? Yes. Every Oh yeah, yeah. Everything gets corrected. He goes back from the 70s. Uh Phoenix isn't Phoenix and uh, Cyclops is alive and everyone's fine. But didn't they like? I, I I guess like it's sort of like the the Star and Trek paradox, like the new movies where like is they it, kind of acknowledge it, that they're a, a like a spur. But what of, is that? That's what I mean. Like is the is the future where Wolverine went back in Days of Future Past and he's like, oh, Cyclops isn't <laughs> so dead. Yeah, is Jean low, Grey isn't dead. Yeah, is that now a different universe from the apocalypse? Well, here's what I'm thinking: if the apocalypse one happens in the same universe where we know after the events of apocalypse in the eighties, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. It completely lacks tension. You know that other than an, a team member, not appearing, everything's going to turn out. And if the Logan is the future of everything, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's one. Of, I think that's one of the reasons I do also like Logan a lot. And I, I would not even give it a qualified recommendation to people. You don't need to have seen any of the other X-Men. Uh, movies we talked about that to enjoy Logan. I think if you have the basic, this is Wolverine. He used to be a superhero. He can regenerate. He's the people call him Regenero. <laughs> <laughs> Behind his back, <laughs> usually <laughs> under their breath. Yeah, um, King Regenero, uh, King Knucklehead. <laughs> um, but uh, and like and the and the other guy used to have has psychic powers. Yeah, and that's about that's really all you need. And then kind of, of course it, everybody's favorite mutant Caliban also <laughs> tagging along. <laughs> that's right. How could I forget uh, Caliban? Pretty good. I liked him. Did you like? Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought he was fine. fine. I yeah. just, just like one of those like, hey, there's, there's Wolverine, there's Professor X. I wonder who's. Don't let him forget that mut- mutants are really freaks. They're yeah. just yeah. weird. I wonder which, which uh, signature mutants gonna be pulling up the tail behind them, and it's Caliban. <laughs> Remember his famous, his famous turn in Apocalypse. Yeah. Very brief. I think he had more lines than Olivia Munn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably did. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I like Steve, I guess, yeah, I like Steven Merchant fine enough in it as, as Caliban, but it wasn't a huge role. Yeah, it wasn't a huge role, but also like, I think I was talking to somebody who was thinking because it's Steven Merchant, is he going to have sort of a comedic character? And then like, at what point is he was like a little snarky, but it didn't feel like there was anything unrealistic about it. Everyone felt very realistic and very grounded. Yeah. Um, what did you think of who played the uh, the villain again? Boring, boring name. Daniel. Boring name. It's Daniel? Donald Pierce is the Donald name of the character, Pierce. and the actor's name is Boyd Holbrook. That's a better name. They should have used his <laughs> they actual used name. His real name. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook is a much better villain name. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked it. He had a bionic arm, and he didn't eat into a ton, but he had like personality. He had this gold tooth, and he was kind of. I liked him as a as a villain. Like he was kind of menacing and like a very like. I, I never felt like he, other than the bionic arm, I didn't really feel like the character itself felt ripped out of the pages of a comic book. Like mm-hmm. he felt menacing in a way that like he's kind of a creep and I feel... Mm-hmm. And he's also directing just these 
black op the movie that, that will kill you yeah he's yeah. the director of the movie <laughs> yeah that's true too um yeah he's yeah he's got like this team of of just yeah, mercs yeah so i i i i liked that aspect that like there's it's not like he's you know wolverine's not being chased down by the juggernaut or um you know any other super powerful x-men villain it's this kind of he's a threat because of his clout and because he can stop he could stop him in his tracks or hurt anything that he's still got going and on. i think that's a i think that's a um i think that's a credit to the movie and the and the filmmaker too that they created sort of a very creepy vibe to this otherwise kind of what would be considered like a meek like x-men villain in like a normal x-men movie like he'd be probably bounced out like within five minutes and i mean we yeah if we don't maybe want to get into too many spoilers but there's other threats and other you know things that loom in the movie that you might consider to be maybe more yeah there's like a there's like a doctor character too that kind of had more to do with um x-23 when before she uh you know she kind of comes into uh, logan's life and stuff like that yeah um um really great too does anyone know if patrick stewart is he going to keep doing if, i thought if this was his last also yeah oh interesting okay i i don't know about that i think he might do some more i don't think he said definitively he's done with it oh, okay i thought he said this is his last one but maybe i just maybe I, that was like I a clickbait headline like <laughs> you won't believe yeah what patrick stewart said about logan yeah this is what patrick stewart said about logan and it's everything yeah i i think they do have the james mcavoy replacement already so it's maybe less likely that he will be continuing on but right well i guess like because there was a what is his name simon kinberg the guy who's one of the big producers of the x-men movies Mm -hmm. he posted like an instagram photo that was a a side by side with a picture of him with mcavoy and a picture of him with patrick stewart from a recent dinner or something and okay it's it's a braggart yeah (laughs) he was just like (laughs) yeah it's just like hey i had dinner with these guys who'd you have dinner with yeah i gave money to make these movies got it got (laughs) it baby um i yeah i'm i'm without yeah like going into like yeah some of the the deeper themes and stuff like that in it i don't i don't know if we want to talk about some of the uh what did you think what did you think of patrick stewart as like sort of a aged just r-rated xavier r-rated xavier dropping f-bombs i but see i liked everything about it also felt like logan definitely swore a lot but that's something that i would expect wolverine if he had ever been able to 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 do and not just like as to be funny like when he would say it so that is i i actually want to talk about that very briefly that maybe not very briefly but um is, is it is it weird that in this so in this movie it's a hard r oh, like it is here comes the swear police so yeah so yeah wolverine um it's it is violent as all get out mm-hmm. there is tons of swearing in it is it is it kind of weird that the wolf this wolverine has appeared in movies up until this point never swore never killed some dudes like he, he did like, say he did say uh go fuck yourself or whatever to right. those guys um but he's never like chopped a dude's head in half or no. like 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 impaled dudes with his claws just like in front like ripped their face off so like is it is, i mean i guess it's like it it's believe you you have to understand like the concept of like the movie studio deciding that this is gonna be an r-rated movie versus a pg-13 movie sure but is it weird that like 
we've never seen Wolverine slice a dude's head open before. And they like, do. They tease a little in like I think that second X Men. He's like taking all the guys out in the school, and people are like, "That's like the best part of that movie." Yeah. I don't know what person this is? Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big X two fan. Um, but it wasn't bloody. But it was yeah. still like him running, like running around and killing people. And they definitely get more ferocious with this. I don't know. I just think it's you finally get the the idea that like he was built to be a weapon. This thing that that pops it pops claws out that can't be broken and mm-hmm. cuts people. Just you send him, you point him in a direction. He cuts people to pieces. Yeah, and then heals back when he's done. So I just I, I didn't feel it. Felt like all the wounds were exactly what the damage that would be done, but it didn't feel like gory. Like he wasn't sitting there sawing people's heads off and kind of <laughs> reveling <laughs> now in I'm it, kind you of know? Wait, yeah. Wishing. Yeah. Making lunch meat or something like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, but oh yeah, all of those scenes were very tense and yeah, coupled with the fact, as we mentioned that his powers aren't what they used to be. Mm-hmm. It's there, there's even a part where he has to pull one of his claws just out farther. It does. It's not. That was, yeah, mm-hmm. that really uh, like and it then, was, it was like a very, I thought it was a very effective scene, but I was also like squirming in my seat, just like. And there's yeah. that. Then that's a cut on his hand that will regenerate eventually. Yeah. But it's another thing that he just can't. Yeah, I I, I liked that. I, I think it was appropriate. But anyway, but I I thought it was appropriately so. Like Xavier swears, but it doesn't feel like he's just a cursing old man now. It's just yeah. when it's appropriate, he says "fuck you, Logan." Yeah. Do you did you like his performance as sort of a broken down ex man? Always, Patrick Stewart's always amazing. He's, he's always, always, he's a always a man. He's always, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought, he, I thought he did a good job. I thought that the uh, the adulting of it, the the fact that they made it a little bit more mature, uh, you know, it it was kind of where it always should have been. Maybe not Professor X, I, 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 although it works. He's an old man; he can swear as much as he wants. Right? People really don't care. But, I mean, it's sort of, of an life, isolated but, time period and stuff. This story, mm-hmm. so. An RX men wouldn't necessarily be a cursing Xavier, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, part of it could be where they are at in their lives. But sure. I guess uh, what I was getting at was like the earlier X-Men. It wasn't like this change was how, why did they go to this? It was, the question is more like, why didn't they go to this sooner? Like, sure. why hasn't Wolverine been doing this the entire time? Yeah. Why have they been holding back so much? So it wasn't like, wow, this is kind of a shocker. It's like, all right, finally. And yeah. I, and you, I feel like you don't have the argument of like, they've tried twice to do just solo Wolverine movies and you saw you saw the Wolverine? Yeah. How was that? It's fine. Like It's I, PG-13. It's PG-13 and it's, it's, a, it's kind of a, other than the little tag at the end, it's kind of a standalone Wolverine adventure. But it also does, um, it does, it doesn't, exist anymore because of um because of days of future past like in it it, you know it takes place before days of future past sure basically everything between what x-men two and days of and the continuity is but i guess i guess I I guess i just mean as like they've tried twice to do us kind of a a wolf not that all the x-men movies haven't been wolverine centric but yeah a wolverine centric film on its own and it feels like yeah maybe they just didn't have the story or weren't brave enough to do it for the Wolverine but like yeah the fact like you said that it's taken so long to put the character that has always felt like an R-rated character Mm -hmm. into that setting and give them the story they need is just it's a head scratcher I think producers have 
finally at least somewhat gotten the picture that they don't know what the fuck they're doing and the best producers just get the hell out of it for the most part and that they probably just did that said like okay go ahead and make the movie that you want to make and like uh you know let's we all know where it came from is just that Deadpool made a shit ton of money and then yeah. they were like, okay. And Deadpool itself was just kind of like, all right, shut up, Ryan Reynolds, go, go ahead and do your thing so we can tell you. Make your cute you movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just like fucking blew up. So, um, so, sorry, I'm starting to, it's the Wolverine. Deadpool's, Wolverine Deadpool's in, in, yeah. Invading you. Invading but, your mind. Um, but yeah, I think now, uh, and they also, meh, I guess I won't, that that's not true anyways but uh i i think that they've uh producers have kind of like stepped back and said oh we can still make a ton of money without putting in a ton of input it we like sure. if we, we make more money if we don't have our input that's in not the lesson they're gonna learn though <laughs> you know i like you it's think gonna so, s- but i mean they they allowed this i, I guess swing. that could just be like uh, well, yeah we want our r-rated movie now that this other one made, yeah made a lot of money but yeah, until until the one that doesn't work, and then they'll go. Oh well, we can't give them autonomy to do these, yeah. these movies. They need our help. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're just like in a little su- sweet spot right now. The, the yeah. pendulum always kind of swings back. So. I will say that like one of the things I came away thinking from this movie is that like I know there have been more bad X Men movies than good ones, unfortunately. Um, and I would love I would love to see the X Men share a universe with the Avengers, but had X-Men at any point before right now shifted to Marvel studios and been like an, an Avengers and continued on from adjacent franchise. Yeah. We would have never gotten this movie. So I, 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 like I said, this is my favorite superhero movie, comic book movie to have come out. So as you're much as like all, I think that you're saying what I think you're saying, all the shitty X-Men movies were worth seeing this movie for mm. me. Oh my man, God! So, what was the thing that really stood out? Why is this the best superhero movie that you've ever seen? Your dog is in my crotch. <laughs> is that code for something? Yeah, what he wants that? you to shut up about. <laughs> yeah, your um, your dog. Yeah, my dog. That's my <laughs> foot in <laughs> your crotch. Um, I mean, what is doing there? Well, you say my dogs are barking when you come home and like your feet hurt. So, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that makes tracks. sense. Yeah. Well, anyway, can you guys? You can you can oh. figure out what my foot's doing in your crotch. Taking later. your elaborate sex, sex games and just start talking about Will Logan again. Um, yeah. What'd you like? What I like about it, I, other than like I said, the the idea of it being a very humanizing superhero story, mm-hmm. I think has a lot to do with it. I'm a sucker for like, and it's not exactly this but it, you know i'm a sucker for redemption stories too and i think mm. in a way this is sort of a redemption story or it's at least like like an apology for all the bad <laughs> x-men movies yeah yeah oh well i guess so yeah and a little <laughs> i mean I, maybe uh uh not on purpose but it's kind of like yeah i'm sorry that but guys this is what we could have this could have been a thing if we had done it you know yeah, earlier just, if we had thought just, about it it just mm-hmm. for me it strikes the right chords i think it's it's not so dark all the time that you're kind of feeling like dreaded, like you're not dreading it the whole time. There's enough levity in the movie it's, that it kind of it is a downer. Like the whole thing in general is is a little miserable, but I feel like you're right that there is there are still moments of lightness. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just I think like like we have like you said like we have spent seventeen years, sixteen years watching this, watching Hugh Jackman grow up, watching our little Huey boy. <laughs> grow into who he is now i think i thunk he was only i thunk, thunk? well that was in the past so i did thunk <laughs> i thunk then 
he was only like 15 years old when he first played Wolverine. Just, he was but a boy. But a boy the first time. He, he was He'd... but a boy and then he became Wolverine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or what was my product? Mudda? Mudda. Yeah. <laughs> Mudder? Mudda boy. Um, told, but, you I'd, told you I'd bring it back to yeah. that. Um, but I, I think like having seen this like story arc kind of now come full circle um, is... I don't know. I just I was very attached to the movie, and I I this is an uneven story arc, that's for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, but I just I think like having it. I I don't want to give too many spoilers, but kind of have the whole story kind of come to a natural conclusion sure. at the end. I don't know. Just it, for me, it was like it was a. I don't want to say like a perfect movie going experience, but it was like you do. F- kind of feel some closure to this character. That maybe that's more to the point is maybe when you revisit this or how much do you think that colors your perception of the film? It could be. I, you're I, like, I, this is this, uh, you know, well, well, let's just say it. I mean, Hugh Jackman isn't going to, we, as far as we know, Deadpool game, isn't going to do this character again. So right. having 17 years of that and now it's over mm-hmm. has got to kind of, I, know, I, I do, I do wonder, I was going to make this point earlier that like, I wonder if watching this movie again i'd feel the same way because like i have only i've only seen it the once i saw it opening weekend you know in a theater full of people that were pretty excited for it um you need to see it in a deprivation chamber right right. i want to see it with no actually no audio or video (laughs) just like in the theater while it's happening and my eyes are closed my ears are plugged you're not if it's playing like it's plugged in but you can't see yeah okay um so i i wonder if like watching it again i would start to see some holes in the movie maybe some stuff i Probably didn't like or Wolverine stabbing people that's what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll see it in 3d so you actually get the claws <laughs> coming out of the movie screen stabbing yeah, you in the face that scene where he cuts a hole directly through the guy's stomach and then pokes his head through <laughs> yeah. it and he's like that was here's Wolby. <laughs> oh a regenero <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i wonder if it, if i would it would color my my perception of the movie made a little differently sure. seeing it a second time and, and as in, like in as many times as I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, which up to this one was my favorite superhero movie, sure. mm-hmm. to and come you can out. Di- I mean, and you, I guess can't take lightly. Like they're both very different films. Yes. So the fact that yeah. this one is your your favorite is big. Maybe I'm just darker than I used to be. You guys. <laughs> Maybe you're just older. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Ooh, times. Yeah, I just yeah. really related to the mortality, crotchety old yeah. man. <laughs> you're not invincible anymore, dude. Um, hey, Robert Kirkman. That can be- Nope. Well, let me try that one again. Uh, Robert Kirkman's not going to be invincible for much longer either. Oh, speaking of comic book news, at least not writing it. I don't know if he was ever invincible. He's going to play him in the in the movie version of Invincible. Robert Kirkman's going to play Mark. How would they jam that together? Um, yeah, I, I, maybe that's the my biggest criticism of it is that it's really good, and as we mentioned, I don't feel like you need to go in with a lot of prior knowledge of any of these films or any mm-hmm. continuity not that there really is any established continuity sure. point, but yeah even though he's been the best in these things what an inconsistent right journey. it's been what yeah it, yeah i mean you know what maybe that is a testament to truly how comic book these movies are is that they're like written by it's like reading by, an x-men comic it's like re- if you yeah. just jumped and, and got a, picked up a couple different graphic novels from different time periods at the library it would be about as consistent yeah. art mm-hmm. style and mm-hmm. cinematography and writing and yeah but i as a, especially as a send-off it's hard not to tie some of that knowledge into it and go oh wow that you know what a what a fine you know bookend like you said but um but i, I really really enjoyed it i thought it was really great yeah 
What did you think of the end scene where X-23 narrates a montage of Hugh Jackman over that Fast and Furious 7 song <laughs> saying goodbye to, to Hugh Jackman one last time? Driving off in the Wolverine mobile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like a... Look, it's like got fur on it. That must have existed at some point, right? Wolverine mobile. <laughs> it's the car that he, he like pulls the cover off of it in an old garage. He's like, I missed you, baby. And then he revs the engine and it goes, Row! which I think is what a Wolverine sounds like. <laughs> it's exactly. Um, oh, yeah. did a Wolverine get in the room? Yeah. yeah. And then it, Hugh Jackman's here. I brought one in just for the podcast. Nice, a, a nice send off. Yeah. <laughs> What if that's um, how Hugh Jackman yelled? That was his impression of a oh, Wolverine. If, like, instead of all that bub stuff, he just, just they've had to like edit out his like different lines from the years. Where he he, just he been, keeps like, trying to put in the comic book lines and being like, "You better fuck off, bub." And then instead, yeah, just a uh, just oh, badly dubbed over him a, a cat sound. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he's just like lips are moving and you can yeah. tell he's got this awesome badass line but it's really just it's just pur- wow. it's just like a, like the purring noise is that what you're gonna say yeah, it's like a happy cat <laughs> uh, we just made a better wolverine movie uh, we've always had so, we've maybe, always had great ideas yeah, i think not, if we pitch this to Hugh jackman he, he might, might come back yeah. yeah and say hey we'll double whatever deadpool's uh <laughs> Uh, given to you. Whatever Deadpool's take home was, we'll double it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the trick is we, we're talking about the character and he's not thinking around. Oh, no. no. Um, what, did, what did you, so I kind of separate from the movie, did, what did you guys think of the Deadpool 2 teaser? Was it before your guys' movie? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. And not that I didn't like it, but if that had been the, popping the, up in the middle the post, of the, the post credit, post credits, oh, I would yeah. have been a little like it would have been jarring. This is yeah, yes. So as strange as it was to see an almost like a Pixar style, are we supposed to now get used to like Marvel having like bum but bum 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 yeah, like little, like, <laughs> yeah, little melodies yeah. right before the film? <laughs> um, the adventures. Of, I I'm joking, but that kind of sounds awesome. But um, <laughs> well, like or like the Thor short that's been on. Yeah, I almost. I can't believe I was able to say that. Thor short. The Thor oh, short. Okay. Uh, that's that's online. Like that the kind of thing you would almost expect that maybe could preface it. But I, I liked it. I thought it looked uh it looked funny. Is yeah. that supposed to be a scene in the film or is it just a trail like a teaser? I mean it, it is like it, it's attached to the film, so like no matter where you're seeing the movie, it's always gonna play before the movie. Or no, I just I, mean oh sorry, go. I was just gonna say I doubt it's gonna make it into the DVD, that, B- Blu-ray, whatever. That, oh, I bet uh, it what, does. Are, what are we on right now? VHS. <laughs> yeah, we're on a three D VHS, four K Laserdisc, Blue Moon. It's Blue. on. It's on. You have to drink a beer before you. <laughs> That's your blue. There's like famous songs and stuff that are called blue. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, no, I, I I liked it. I'm excited. When does that even? Not this or end of this year? I think it must be next year. Hmm. I'll find out. Wow, mm. great. Yeah. Oh, we got. Sorry. Typing in Ta- dead. tangent since you're looking stuff tangent, up. I think uh, Iron Fist is coming up tomorrow, and it's getting some bad reviews. Heard that too. Might be a bit of a. Are we doing Marvel missteps? Oh, this is our famous Marvel misstep segment. This is the first. <laughs> this is the first and famous one. Well, yeah, um, I, I think. Yeah, I've been hearing a little. I honestly think the second half of Luke Cage was was a pretty huge misstep for me like, oh really I, I, I thought it fell off entirely I think, in that second half i don't think andrew you said you hadn't finished it and i don't think i've started it i haven't finished oh, it yet buttheads well i'm behind on a <laughs> bit of this stuff uh 2018 is the just it just says a cable. year so huh i wonder who they're gonna get to play cable is that oh yeah they did 
sort of tease that, but that would be bad if they didn't. That, it's not even a tease. He said it at the end of the last movie. That's why it was weird that people are like hopping on like, ooh, ooh cables in the cable, cables. Yeah, in the, it feels like, like they're like they're just like they scoop <laughs> the movie. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> this is you, right? They, cables they, in the. <laughs> they were saying this before like the first movie even came out. And, That's true. And so that then, was probably just them just being like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, I think the the real thing they are trying to they are trying to distract from. Uh, they have like hope in there a couple times, which is the Hope Summers. Hope oh, Summers. Yeah. The child that uh, like cable carries around for a while and then becomes. Uh, I hope they get cable guy in there. <laughs> oh, there you go, Larry. Or are what? we talking? Uh, no, Jim, I want to see Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey okay. No, both. <laughs> Larry and Jim Carrey, the cable guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're writing Deadpool jokes here. <laughs> we're writing dead. Hey, if if uh, I don't know if Deadpool two. When you're is... done with this, just email it to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> hey Ryan, and isolate this clip. Have <laughs> I got a scoop for you? Um. Hot takes. That'll be good. And see, I and I also George appreciate that that's a different kind of R-rated superhero movie. Where I would mm. only that's a gorier. I guess it's a goofier world, but it's still the real world. There's way grosser displays of violence. I would say in mm-hmm. Deadpool. Not that they're not earned for the style, but one thing I noticed about the gore that they had in Wolverine is that a lot of or it Logan. Took pla- lo- yeah, uh, was a lot of it took place at night. Like a lot, of, a lot of it was dark. Hmm. They had, uh, and I think that was just to maybe cover up the blood. Maybe it was a, maybe not. Maybe it just was a dark movie, but. I, I feel like it got everything across. I mean, the, yeah. we can just say in the opening scene, he's getting like carjacked basically. Mm-hmm. And he kind of tells everyone, them to beg off. These people attack him and he unleashes and yeah. cuts off some limbs. And like, you maybe don't see, it doesn't do a, you know, David Fincher style zoom in to like their <laughs> muscle tissue or something or, or a Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> x-ray oh. fatality or something like that. Although, God, these all sound so great. <laughs> yeah, we're but then another but great when movie. they all, when they limp off, there's blood on the ground and bullet holes in the car and there's leftover pieces of people. Yeah. And so I, mm-hmm. I thought they handled it well. I, I like, yeah. but like you said though, maybe, yeah, less is more. Glad that they kind of. It's never in the super harsh light of day for the most part. Yeah, like, I guess... Other than the hotel scene. Yeah, but even that's got a style going on because of the events of the... Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think even people who don't necessarily like a ton of violence might be able to stomach it because they don't... it, It goes... Uh, I mean, well, they they more on imply that really bad things are happening, and they show some of it, but it's not necessarily like disgusting gore. It's not like, like I he's said, ripping not out a, intestines or yeah, anything he's not like that. Running a butcher shop <laughs> with these goons, <laughs> he's not selling pieces of humans on the dark yeah. web. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> what X Men runs the dark web? It's got to be um, Mo- Mojo. I was gonna, yeah, Mojo or. Uh, what is arcade? From the Powerpuff Girls? Arc- yeah, Mojo Jojo. <laughs> yeah, arcade sounds more like it. Yeah, you guys like Wow server. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was the I and I, you know, pat on pat on the backs for us for uh, not to get in too deep into spoilers. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think except say, for right now. Yeah, here they come. Huh? They're gonna say pat on the back to us for writing another great Wolverine movie. <laughs> well, that. Just goes the, without the saying. The bits and pieces from this can be uh, made into the next. They could have twenty years worth of material out yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. So I, I gen, I like I said, I think I obviously I think I liked it the most of the three of us. But I, mm-hmm. I really, really love the movie. And I, I, I guess I, I just haven't processed. I guess I haven't put it in the in the pantheon of uh, 
like kind of comic book or superhero movies mm-hmm. yet for me. So I don't know. And it, it's tough because it's a very serious kind of film. Like, are you always going to be in the mood? Is it just going to be between like Guardians and Lo- like, I feel like that's two very different like kind of moods. Yeah. You want to be like, yeah. what kind of movie do I want to watch? So, but it's, it's up there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very well handled. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I want to touch on. Oh, sure. So the end of Apocalypse or um, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Are you... I mean, it's go, not. It's no, not. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil what happens with, oh, with okay, Apocalypse. Sorry. But like the the tag on at the end of the scene care. is that his skin turns from blue to green. His skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, they show at a certain point they go to the Weapon X facility, and they meet Wolverine for a very brief. He's got like a scene, a 3D or like a Nintendo uh, 3D <laughs> virtual boy, <laughs> virtual boy on his head basically. Um, but they meet they meet Wolverine for about a brief scene. Then he mm-hmm. ru- he runs out. But they show like the tag on at the end of the movie is they show I think it's Essex Corp. It's like whoever it's whoever the oh, guy Sinestro? becomes Mister uh, Mister Sinister. That's right. That's right. Um, whoever eventually Sinestro. becomes Mister Sinister. <laughs> yeah. Sinestro crossover. shows up. Yeah, <laughs> real crossover. Um, with his yellow ring. I think Ryan Reynolds could be the pivot. He could. Wow. Um, they he shows up. It's like an Essex corpse. Yeah. Um briefcase and opens up and they take wolverine's dna and that's the end of the movie and you're supposed it's supposed i guess that was supposed to be the bridge between these two movies and oh. i think you were supposed to know or in this movie it was supposed to be mr sinister was going to be the bad guy of this movie and then they eventually decide to scrap that that's good it would have been too busy, i think it would have been i think and, it they, been and too, they still kept they were messing with genetics of mutants and yes stuff, so yeah 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 good so i'm glad they scrapped that because it, it it also gives it that feeling of being a very isolated solo movie if there's time it's who else what else did this director he wrote and direct this film i believe what else well, he, is this person he also directed the wolverine oh though oh, okay mm. i think interesting so huh yeah he did the wolverine um let me just read his filmography I'm oliver just curious he was the writer in oliver and company <laughs> the 1988 cat and dog disney movie Okay. I um, like the animals. He did Heavy, Copland, Girl oh. Interrupted. Oh, I know someone who will like this. this. all to be one movie. Jamie wanted to watch Heavy, Copland, Copland Girl. Um, I know someone who will like this. He did Kate and Leopold. Hi, Liza. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wrote and directed that. Wait, for real? Yeah. What? Um, he was the director of Identity. He wrote and directed Walk the Line. He was the director of 310 to Yuma, the director of Night and Day. Mm. Wow! He directed the Wolverine, and then he wrote and directed Logan. There's been some Hugh Jackman. Uh, he's he's already had a relationship with. Interesting. That's yeah. a very strange uh, filmography. Yeah, very weird. Huh. Well, I it, the stars I, aligned. I'm glad how it turned out. Yeah, I'm still kind of like uh, so not surprised or shocked or anything like that. But it's still kind of funny to think that uh, the director the directors of Civil War uh, did. Uh, Parks and Rec is that the one? Community, or? Community, that's right. Yeah, well, it is. It is also funny that like he did the Johnny Cash movie. That's what I was going to. And then there's the so much one. Johnny Cash. There's a lot of Johnny Cash yeah. in this movie. Too. I hurt myself today. And yeah, stuff from the trailer. That's in- when the man comes around. Whoa, hey fellas, it's me, Johnny Cash, here to talk about the movie. What do you want to ask me? Oh, well, you can about ask walk me. The line? You can ask me anything about Walk the Line or Logan. Did you see Walk Hard? <laughs> What's that? The John C. Riley project that kind of John rhymes. Cena, 
I you love, know John Cena, but not John C. Riley. <laughs> I think you better I bail on this character. Wrestling. All right, well, I gotta go, fellas. It's time for me to walk the line. Goodbye. See you, Mr. Cash. Oh, oh, I gotta nice walk to through a ring of fire to hey, get to my car. Can I call you Sue? Bye. Bye. Wow, guys, Johnny Cash was here. Yeah, why didn't you say anything to him? I was. I'm not a big fan. I Star don't like music. Ooh. Oh, my bad. Yeah, opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're paralyzed. You're so <laughs> enraged. Paralyzed with mad. Yeah, with mad. With mad. I was so mad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, so great stuff from James Mangold. Yeah, that, that man's name? gold. That man gold. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like you're saying, very mixed, mixed filmography. Yeah, I. It's I, like I said, the stars aligned. I. Mm-hmm. The, it's strange that it all because was was the Wolverine a hit? It's I all, think it, it had to be. It's almost crazy to me that they I, were like, you know what? We want to give you another shot with a more serious Wolverine. I feel like it's one of those movies where you cannot judge the turnout for Wolverine based on it when X-Men Origins Wolverine came Do out. Do you mean like it. critically uh, or like financially a hit? Because I can give you both answers. Give it to us. Uh, well, how about both? Oops, give it no. to me, baby. Financially, it was a hit. It was a, a success. How? It was, how it, they, they spent 120 mil. That's they a po- made, pocket change for a Wolverine. And they made 414. Wow. That's not too bad. I'll bet, I, depending on when it came out, I'll bet they were like, oh, what a flop. Critically, it was got a 69%. Oh, no, that's not mean. too bad, actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Um, what did uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine make? Oh, God. Okay. Are we going down this rabbit hole? Uh, X-Men I'm, Origins well, I'm just Wolverine. Because I always think that when you have a shitty movie and then the sequel does bad, you got to blame a lot of that impact on the first movie because like less people are excited to even give yeah, it a shot. Yeah, like what what were you feeling about a new Wolverine movie after uh, it, after that one came specifically out? Specifically after or, X-Men Origins Wolverine came out. Oh, were you like, "Oh, I got to see another Wolverine movie?" What no, you- but but I think I knew it was one of those situations where they were almost like keeping the rights alive or, or testing this thing out and they really messed up, but I had faith in Hugh Jackman that if he reprieved uh, reprised the role in some other capacity that I'm sure he would be good in it. But no, I was not. But then you didn't see it. Uh, the, the Wolverine. You're right. But that was also after a couple other X-Men movies, right? Yeah, that was yeah. after. So I think it was more the malaise of the X-Men that kind of put me off of it and less yeah. of him. I just yeah. didn't want to go out. I, I didn't rush out to see it for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm um, Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Apology accepted. Um, yeah. It was a budget of 150, made 373. The, so it made less than the. It made Wolverine. less than the Wolverine. Mm. Probably because it was leaked early. That had to be it. Yeah. Not that it was a bad movie, but it just. How? Well, yeah, that's true. It was kind of yeah. It wasn't that leaked. That was probably a big reason why. Also, I meant to read this I bet earlier. That was Deadpool, that scamp. That scamp. Yeah, he probably early. took some of the money <laughs> that was going to come to the movie and. Said, you know what? Be goofy. That's how he made. Deadpool. That's how he made that movie. Is he mm. took some of the money, money that was leaking, yeah, yeah, that leaked, and then yeah. he stole it. Yeah, all that sweet leak and money. I, I bet nobody was able to watch uh, the Wolverine pirated. I think that probably maybe X Men Origins Wolverine was the only movie that. Yeah, hey guys, I have a copy of Logan for. right now. If you want to watch it, <laughs> what? Um, I meant to mention this earlier. We were talking about Hancock. Do you know who wrote Hancock? John Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the original Declaration of it's Independence, on the back. It's yeah, this this like blacklisted uh, script. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He like does powers, but he's like a bum. He's like a bum. Uh, <laughs> was that your John Hancock impression? Or what was that? Should Johnny does Cash come back in and judge this impression? <laughs> nope. Thanks, John. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Um, 
Vince Gilligan wrote Hancock of bro- of broken broken bad? Breaking Bad's fame. Oh, oh, okay then. Okay, I just thought that was an interesting <laughs> uh, career move. He what a wrote, small world at Hollywood. Yeah, Holly weird sometimes. If you know what I mean. Mostly. All right. Well, um, guys, it's been great. Another great app in the bank. Fantastic. Um, so next month, well, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was actually just wondering, do you, do we have any plans yet? An idea for next month? Now, is next month the... Uh, next month, I think we're determining the fate. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. The fate of the furious. We got to get back to watching some shitty movies. I know. I like. This, I was thinking about that because like, oh, you guys know how much I love these Fast and Furious movies. Well, we can always yeah. bank a. We can we can do an an extra one or bank a. Bank yeah, a there's good, not, bad. We don't necessarily. You have know, to do I'm just a glutton one. for these things. Was Triple so. X supposed to be bad? I think so. Uh, yes, but we enjoyed it too much. In the way that like, <laughs> in the way that I I genuinely thought Triple X was gonna be bad in the way that like Gods of Egypt was bad. Oh, See, okay. that's maybe what's been putting putting me off, Max. To be honest, like we dropped you off after Gods of Egypt, and you you looked back in the car for a second, and we're like. I don't know if we should go go out and see movies. We also, movies like we also don't anymore. have to go see like bad movies in the theaters. We sure, can talk I, about like oh, a, maybe I, that's maybe that's part of it. Yeah, there's, we pl- could, there's plenty of cheaper movies to rent that are just as bad. Yes. No, you you gave us you Dang. looked into our souls and we're like hey, <laughs> allow this Egypt. to let this pierce so through you. So remember yeah. that oh. in the next time that you say we need to get back to the bad movies. <laughs> yeah, once we get to it, I'm still gonna just like oh, this you'll is, be like yeah. who the hell said that. <laughs> Yeah. What? Um, so uh, yes, Fate of the Furious, and then perhaps yeah, the future. Yeah, maybe in the future we can uh, we can bank something for. Uh, I have a couple. I've I have a couple bad movies in mind, but sure. We'll see. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. But at the very least, you can look forward to us determining what is the fate of the Furious. Probably another sequel. <laughs> Probably <laughs> two more sequels after this. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, it's your old pal, the man in black himself, me, Johnny Cash, I'm back. And I just want to say, there's only two reasons I come back to this mortal coil. Number one, anytime somebody starts singing Ring of Fire at a karaoke bar, well, I just gotta come back down, give him a big thumbs up from the old Cash man himself. And the other reason, every time my boys record a new podcast, The Gentleman Overlords, I gotta get down here and give it a listen. And of course, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast in your favorite podcast app. Of course I know about podcasting apps. Who do you think I am? Not Johnny Cash? All right. Well, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, and I will see y'all on the flip side, baby. Baby.